Welcome to the Downey Livewire, a podcast by the Downey Patriot newspaper. My name is Eric Pierce, editor of the Downey Patriot, and today we're joined by Alex Dominguez. Hey, Eric. Thanks for having me back. Of course. Alex is staff writer for the Downey Patriot, longtime staff writer. How long have you been here? Oh, Lord. Uh, all I can say officially is that I started uh, in 2015 as an intern, and then the official details get hazy from there. You never left. Yeah. Can't get rid of me. Uh, Alex is a staff writer. He covers different things every single week. Uh, the next couple of months, he's going to be covering our uh, local elections here in Downey, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, you know, Eric, I was thinking about this the other night, and it's really kind of exciting. It's maybe not necessarily the most competitive election that we've ever seen in Downey, but there's enough that I think our voters should be interested. Uh, I mean, definitely take a look at your candidates, take a look at some of the items on the agenda, uh, on, on the agenda, I'm sorry, on the uh, ballot. But uh, yeah, it, it should be uh, an interesting election season. Yeah, so there's, uh, we're talking about city council, there's two open seats. Uh, next year, there's likely in the early spring to be two more elections. We'll touch on that briefly. Mm-hmm. But today we're going to talk about the two city council seats. Let's start with District 2. So District 2, uh, well, let's just say both uh, District 2 and District 4, they, they have three uh, candidates vying for them. District 2, you're looking at a race between Anthony Felix, Art Montoya, and Hector Souza. And District 2 is uh, south uh, west of Downey. It's the, the lower left quadrant of Downey. So we have Anthony Felix, uh, Art Montoya, Hector Sosa, uh, Anthony and Art have both run for a public office before. This is Hector's first time. First time. Uh, and District Two, just as a note, this is the note. Uh, this is the seat currently held by Councilman Donald Laplante, who, as I'm sure you and uh, all our listeners know, uh, this was the seat that was formerly held by Sean Ashton. Then he left after a, uh, a job promotion, and that's what he said. That's what he said, and. Uh, uh, Councilmember to LaPlante, to his credit, he said coming in when he was appointed that he was not going to run again, barring any kind of extreme circumstance or a lack of candidates. And he said, no, I, I'm, I'm stepping down. This is it. This, and so this is a, a true chance for District 2 to uh, maybe reset and pick their, their candidate and, um, and go from there. Yeah, uh, LaPlante is supporting Hector Sosa. Mm-hmm. Um, what can you tell us about the candidates as far as, do you know about any of their platforms, their ideas, uh, their goals for Downey? Has, has that come out yet? Little bits here and there. I think I know personally, and you can add on if, uh, if you have anything more. I personally know a little bit more about uh, Hector Sosa than the other two. Um, the other two candidates, uh, and Hector is basically running on a platform of uh, public safety, transparency, uh, a lot of the the buzzwords you, you kind of tend to hear in an election. Uh, this isn't he's not the first candidate to say these things. He won't be the last. He has probably of the three uh, the most recognizable background in you know in the city. He's a former. Gangs out of Downey president. He's done a lot of work with the Little Leagues. So he, he's kind of using that to his credit as well. Um, any, do you have anything to add, Aaron? Yeah, you know, and I, I agree. I, I'm familiar with, with Hector 
uh, an art Hector I know through Kiwanis Gangs of Downey volunteering you know in Downey people tend to know everybody he's very active I know Art uh, Art is a former intern at the Downey Patriot um, he super nice guy uh, he, he's a great photographer uh, he used to work at Disney. I think now he's a policy advisor for, I want to say the gas company. Yeah, uh, for a, a that sounds right. Yeah, um, super nice guy. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't know Anthony Felix. I know of him. Um, I, I don't know. It's interesting because I don't know if any of these candidates are pushing out any of their goals that they want for the city. Or at least it's kind of early, I guess. Yeah. I, it's, it I mean, it's early, but it's also not. Right. We're, we're kind of in this weird limbo gray area where, yes, you know, names just officially filed. And so we're still early on in the official race. But election's just around the corner. It, it, you know what's interesting, too? It was that I was speaking to some of the ca- different candidates. And I guess there, there's a back order in, on lawn signs. So lots of candidates are having trouble getting lawn signs in. And so that might, we may not see those signs out um, as early as we, as we typically do. There are a little bit delayed, so that's actually kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, usually when you see the signs, it's a, it's a reminder, a very visual reminder that, hey, we have an election coming up. We're not seeing that yet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we have Anthony Felix, Art Montoya, Hector Sosa. Uh, we'll see also in a couple of weeks, we're going to start getting those financial reports. So we'll see yeah. how they're... Uh, fundraising, how they're spending their money. So that's going to be interesting. You're always on top of it, uh, and you you will be again. Uh, let's move on. District 4, uh, Northeast Downey, uh, three candidates running. Uh, correct, three candidates just like District 2. District 4 is the seat currently held by uh, Claudia Fermetta. She is our incumbent. She is running to uh, take her second term. She will be running against Juan Joy Martinez and Joaquin Beltran. What do you know about them? Uh, so let's start with Joaquin. Uh, he just also just got off the campaign trail, um, uh, ran a, uh, unfortunately an unsex, uh, unsuccessful campaign, um, very new to the scene, I think, uh, gr- uh gr- grew up in Downey, you know, has definite ties to Downey, but we, we don't know much about him beyond that, mm-hmm. uh, um, I know when he, uh, and, and why am I blanking? R- remind me, Eric, what he was, uh, was it, uh, um. What he was running for? Yeah, what was it, uh, uh. He was running for Congress. Congress, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh. His, he comes from a great family. Yeah. I, I don't know him personally. Uh, I've seen him on social media. Seems like a very nice guy. Uh, he, he seems, uh, no, I, I don't want to say he, I don't want to call him a progressive because I don't want to speak for him. Uh, but he seems like a nice guy. It, it, and he, he is. I interviewed him. He, he is a nice guy. He's a downy guy for sure. Yeah, he is a downy guy. Uh, just doesn't have maybe that same obvious identifiable like downy guy volunteer lot background, um, which is fine. You, you know, maybe our, our candidates don't necessarily always need that. Uh, the other candidate, Juan Joy Martinez, he should be very uh, recognizable too. At least anybody who's watched a, a council meeting. You know, 99% of the population doesn't know who Juan Martinez is. He's, he's familiar to people who follow local politics. Yes, uh, he, that's he's, what he, he's, he's a protester. He's somebody who, he's an agitator. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of uh, support. And you know. this is his second time running. 
I believe he ran for the District 5 seat, which is currently held by Mario Trujillo in uh, 2020. Uh, yeah, 2020. Yeah. So uh, that should be uh, an interesting race. Maybe... Uh, the, the, the most challenging Claudia yeah. Frometa, uh, who has a lot of support mm-hmm. in, in, in Downey within her district and within the entire city uh, of Downey. And, you know, incumbents generally just have that edge yeah it's an advantage to run for re-election a hundred percent so i i don't know how much luck they're gonna have trying to unseat her it might have been more competitive if it was only one opponent yeah Uh, but having two i feel like they may split the vote i Mm -hmm. I don't know i don't that's why we vote yeah uh so okay um the recall you had a big story in this week's paper uh this just happened on yesterday Thursday. Uh, What's going on with the recall? So, as I'm sure we're all aware, uh, there was a recall effort against uh, current Mayor Pro Tem uh, Catherine Alvarez. Last time, it came uh, came up short by just 35 uh, verified signatures. Well, this is recall 2.0, especially because they came so short, the um, volunteers with the, the recall went at it again and went at it with a couple of different strategies uh, in, you know, verifying uh, signatures, you know, who was registered to vote, who was in the right district, whatnot. Well, they went back yesterday and uh, submitted their signatures again. They uh, they need 3,471. They submitted over 4,500. Now, granted, there's a good chance, at least... A handful of those, at least some of those, are going to get some bounce back. You know, that's what happened last time. Uh, they thought they had it by a clear margin last time, and they just too many get bounced back. What they're saying this time, though, what the uh, what the recall effort is saying this time is that they've got forty over forty two hundred verified uh, as good through their own volu- volunteers who people who sat down and, as I was told, double checked, triple checked, quadruple checked uh, using. Uh, lists and charting and all kinds of, I, I think there was even some technology involved that they could go through and say, okay, this signature is good. This signature is good. So it's really, uh, if, if they're right, you know, if they're spot on with that, um, we could see a, a recall election in uh, district three in the very near future. It won't be on this upcoming ballot, but uh, again, it'll be right around the corner. Yeah, they're they're pretty confident that they have enough signatures this time. You know, last year they came, like you said, they came so close to, to getting the required signatures. They're pretty confident that they have it this time. If it's true, if they did it, uh, we're probably seeing a special election early next year, maybe in the early spring. Yeah. Or in, in that time frame. I was told right around January, February, maybe. Uh, but first, uh, everything needs to get verified and uh, get get uh, get the okay from LA County uh, Registrar Recorder's office. Yeah. Um, and the county has thirty business days, and let me reiterate: business days, weekends, holidays don't count. Business days to verify the, um, that current batch of uh, of signatures. Once that once they get the yay or nay, if it's uh, if everything turns out and, and they have the right amount, then city council will have 14 days to call a uh, an election. And if council doesn't do that within that 
14 days, two week span, then it's back on the county to do it, I think within five days. Yeah, within five days. Yeah. So, and that, and that special election would be only to recall her. Mm-hmm. There wouldn't be any... And, there wouldn't be a candidate on it or anything. No, It'd be a yes or no. Yes or no, so should it be recalled special election. If it gets to that point, what do you think the chances are that she gets recalled? It, to be honest, I... Uh, I can go... I, I'll answer the question. Yeah, go ahead. I, I think she's going to get recalled. <laughs> Look, for, for a, res, a resident, it's far more likely to, to vote in a special election to get rid of somebody than to protect her mm-hmm. so i and that's just you know that's just a fact and so i think if it gets to the point where they where there is a special election to recall her i think it's it's very very likely that she's going to be gone and she's going to be the first council member in the city of downey history to ever be recalled mm-hmm. i think that's that that's a great possibility that that happens and, you know, thinking about this, too, uh, you know, whatever side of the coin you fall on, let's say she does get recalled. It kind of puts Downey in the same spot it started the beginning of this year in, where now there's going to be a spot open that may need to be filled or, you know, uh, there might need to be a uh, another election. On top of that, I mean, we haven't really talked about it, but Blanca uh, Pacheco, our, our current mayor, there's a good possibility she may be gone at this point because, you know, she's looking really good in her election for higher office. So, uh, it, again, this there's uh, there's been a lot of talk, especially over the last couple of years, since I would say about 2020, that Downey is kind of in a flux state. It's in a, I don't know if you want to say transition or if it's it's just in a, in a critical spot. And we're seeing a lot of movement at our, our leadership uh, at the at the level of our leadership, so we'll have to see. It's I, I, I hate to keep using the word interesting, but that's exactly what it is. It's it's going to be something to watch. And you, you know, we we've spoken about this in the past, but Downey still has an interim city manager. We have some some openings in our in our department in our department heads, and Downey's going to really struggle to attract and hire competent department heads and leadership until this the city council stabilizes. And I think it's, it's charting in that direction, whether, you know, you you support the people who are going to be elected or not. But there's going to be a new permanent council member in District 2. And uh, Blanca's seat is going to be filled when, because it's far likely, she, you know, Blanca is a Democrat. Her opponent is a Republican. She's running for state assembly. This is this is a blue territory. State, yeah. Yeah. So she, she's going to, she's going to win. So she's going to resign. That seat will be filled, and no matter who it is, it, it's going to bring stability. And mm-hmm. at that point, and then assuming that Captain Alvarez is recalled, a new person will will take over. There's going to be some semblance of 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 a more permanent city council. At that point, they can start plotting of who they want as a city manager, yeah. and Downey can start moving forward. Yeah. So so I mean that's something on the horizon. You know, going back to the recall, what's going to be interesting, Catherine Alvarez is mayor pro tem. City of Downey chooses its next mayor in December. Uh, Catherine Alvarez is in line to, to be mayor. It's a possibility. We don't know if that's going to happen. If she is mayor, I mean, voters could be deciding whether to recall the Downey's city mayor. It's, that's 
crazy to me. You know, another thing, and we didn't talk about this when we talked about the uh, candidates, but one candidate, uh, Art Montoya, has pretty strong ties to Catherine Alvarez. Um, he was a former, her former planning commissioner until he had to move out of her district. He still serves on a public works, I believe, uh, under her. So if she does, if she is facing a recall in the near future, it'll be interesting to see what effect that has on his campaign. You know, it's it's uh, a, a lot of moving moving parts right now. I think that's going to be. Uh... Uh, uh, I think critics are going to use that against him for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know his his alliance with Catherine Alvarez. You know it's it's politics. It's it's part of it's part of what it is. It's part of playing the game. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's talk about school board really quick. Not nearly as interesting as school council. board. Don't get me wrong, and and maybe this is something. I don't know. Maybe controversial to say the school when I saw the list of names for school board, I was. Um, was kind of bummed out i was disappointed and not because of the names on it the the lack of names i mean there's three seats open and three names <laughs> you know so there, there is no competition there is no there, there is no contest it's okay here here here's who's going to be uh sworn in at the end of the year um two names very familiar you know nancy swenson bobby st perry um even if they had had competition i think they would have had a good shot of you know still uh, being reelected in, um, they they've got long ten years. I mean, long. T- uh, they they were on the school board when I was in school, and I mean, they're, they're supported yeah. by the teachers' they, unions. Yeah, they, they they've got the support. That I like. I said, even if they were contested, uh, the the newcomer though is Tyrone. Uh, is it Condi? Condi? I I I hope I'm saying that right. Um, but he is going to be filling the spot that will be left by. Uh, Martha Sotatani, who is stepping down after, again, years on the school board, um, she decided and announced earlier this year that she would not be uh, running. So, again, like I said, not not disappointed by the names on the list, just kind of disappointed by the, the lack of at least some competition. Right, right. You know, what's interesting, too, is that the school district is going to be pushing this new uh, school bond that they want to get passed. You know, five hundred and four million school bond. Let's put a number on it. Yeah. So, so without really having to worry now, I think about an election. I think it's advantageous to the school board now. Yeah. And to the school district to kind of focus their efforts on the on the school bond. And and talking a little bit about that school bond, I know we're we're running out of time, but talking about that school bond, it's it's got a pathway to success, as it was told to me, mm-hmm. but it's not a sure thing. And I mean, nothing in an election is a sure thing. But they, they did a study, and it basically showed that if, if there was no pushback, it's, it's probably in. It's probably going to pass. And if there is a little bit of pushback, eh, maybe not so much. So as you said, you know, without having to worry about an election now, they can definitely work their campaign. And that's what they said. It was going to take a lot of work to maybe get their message out, to, to get the support for it, to make sure it does pass. It needs 55% of the vote. Um, and now... Like you said, they don't have to worry about an election. No, it, it's going to be a coin flip, and it, it's. I I can't remember the last time a, a Downey school bond measure has failed. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, people tend to generally support their schools. Yeah. But this time, like you said, it's it's fifty fifty basically. Well, and something to keep in mind, uh, 
economic times right now aren't necessarily the best. Um, every, there's been a lot of talk of, are we in a recession? Is a recession down the line? You know, whatever you want to say. So there's a lot of, you know, maybe people don't necessarily have the money right now to just throw out a new bond. We also have how many? Two, three bonds that we're already still paying off. So again, like, like you said, it's kind of a coin flip. Yeah. People support their schools, but maybe this wasn't the right time. But we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll talk more about it for sure. Um, Alex, thank you for stopping by. Any final thoughts on election season? Are you hyped for election season, or is it something that you that you kind of uh, dread? I I love election season, but I uh, I'm def being the uh, the reporter and kind of being the point man and in, in, in the coverage of it. It's exciting. It gets my adrenaline going. It gets me kind of in this journalistic mindset. But at the same time, it's it's nerve wracking because it's important. It's uh, it's an important time of the year. Any year it's an election. It's an important time right now, just in general for the city of Downey. So I, I'm pretty hyped. I'm, I'm excited. But uh, at the same time, I'm I, I have a, a, a few jitters just uh, because it's important. You know, I, I think, uh, and we've spoken offline about this before, this election, I think, is, is a little bit different than years past because we, we've seen how important elections are. We've see, we're seeing it here in Downey in person, the effects of, of votes. And I think that that's not lost on me. I know it's not, it's not lost on you. The importance of local elections, you know, the national discussion is always on, you know, the, the presidents or whatever. But change happens here on the local level. Who you put on the city council, on the school board, is going to affect you directly. And I think we, we've seen that over the past two years. It's become really clear. I think it's become really clear to a lot of people, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for being here. You're always welcome here on, on the podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. This is the Downey Livewire uh, brought to you by the Downey Patriot newspaper. Have a great weekend. Bye, guys.